Beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord, we congratulate Naomi and her family for being received into the church, into the very life of Christ. As we were going through the service, I couldn't help but think this moment that we just participated in, the moment that we are standing around this little font right here, had become the center of the whole cosmos for all history. It's everything that all salvation history has been pointing to. We think of Abraham, and he's told that he is going to be the father of a great nation. It becomes the father of a great nation through the font. We think of Moses, and Moses leading the people through the desert. But the great thing of Moses wasn't the desert, but it was the meeting tent. And giving us the form of worship. God had designed, not man's design. He didn't bring out electric guitars and drums and things like that. No, he gave us a model to follow. And we find that this moment, as we gather together as the body of Christ around this font. All of this finds its fulfillment at this moment for salvation history. So this child could not just be recreated, regenerated, but purposefully for communion with God. You see, when we all die and the Christ comes again, we're all going to be raised up. It doesn't matter whether you were in the baptismal font or not. We're all going to rise from the dead. But it's the manner of life that we will have after that resurrection. That's why we come to the font. We come to be clothed in Christ as we sang out. And then that body, that new life, has to be enlivened, has to be quickened with the Spirit. And so we chrismated that baby. And now that baby needs new life, and she's going to be fed on the body and blood of Christ. And through this, she grows more and more and more into the stature of Christ. Some would say, well, no, the end point is, is heavenly kingdom. But Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Where he's at, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So in part and in full... We're participating in what is to come right now by the power of this divine liturgy. All creation is renewed while we participate in this baptism. All things are created anew. If we could just remove the veil from our eyes to see the reality that we are participating in in this moment, we would fall down for shame for our sins. We would be horrified at who we were created to be and yet allowed ourselves to become. Now, Naomi is going to be raised by a loving family and she's going to be taught her faith. But she's going to need examples of how to follow, how to live our lives. And Jesus had been teaching what this is to be. He spoke the word in the Pentateuch about you to love 
the Lord your God and to love your neighbor. But when he came in the flesh, he elevated that love. Love one another as I have loved you. Not as you love, but as I love. And then he elevated again, and we heard that today. Not just love as I love, but love your enemy as I love them. Do good to them. Lend without expecting anything in return. John Chrysostom will say, if we do good to those who are do good to us, we haven't gained any credit. Even the publican does that. If we love those who love us, he says, we're no better than the publican. We haven't exceeded the publican. The publican does the same. Perhaps we're seeking out accolades. We want to be acknowledged. We want to be acclaimed. We want to stand out in the forefront. John Chrysostom says, you haven't gained anything. Even the Pharisees want that. Don't they want to be acknowledged as the, be first acknowledged when they walk into the public squares? John would say, if you want to excel, then you have to do love with and do good and lend without expecting anything in return. In our climate today, motions are running wild. But nowhere in the gospel does it say that we, as a follower of Christ, are to be filled with rage and anger and hatred for our neighbor, for those who are doing things that we know aren't in the light of Christ. No, we're to love them. Now, it doesn't say we're just to be, be pacifists and just lay down and play dead. No, there's a righteous anger. We need to stand up for life. We need to stand up for truth. We need to speak out, stand up boldly with our faith, and not cower and hide. But we're to love them, even though they hate us and snarl at us in return. And we do this as ones who are ourselves have been baptized in this font, have been clothed into Christ, we are to see our neighbor, we are to see Christ in them. And when they do things that we know are against the love of God, the love of neighbor, then we, our heart breaks and we pray for them because they have no idea that they lost their image. They've marred it so bad they no longer know who they are. And they're living off of the only thing they know, and that is the self, the I. Because the thou is gone. But we are called to bring that thou into the life of the world around us. Nowhere in the gospel does Jesus, except for one point, does Jesus say if. 
He only said that to the, to the rich man, young man. He says, if you want to be perfect, go and sell all you have. Everything else is a command, is a to-do. And so I'm going to read the covenant that you and I are bound to, the gospel. Those who have been baptized into this font, baptized into Christ, chrismated, receiving the body and blood, are bound to this. There is no option. There is no wiggle room. And I'm going to read, put the whole thing in context, so I'm going to read a little before and a little after our gospel today. I tell you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. To the one who strikes you on the cheek, offer also the other cheek. If someone takes away your cloak, do not refuse your coat as well. Give to anyone who asks, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. As you would like others to do to you, do the same to them. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. If you lend to those for whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to receive back as much. But love your enemies. Do good and lend, expecting nothing back. Then, then, then your reward will be great. And you will be children of the Most High, for he is kind even to the ungrateful and evil. Therefore, be merciful even as your Father is also merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Set free, and you will be set free. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and overflowing will be given to you. For with the same measure that you measure, it will be measured back to you. These are not my words. I did not write them down. These are our Lord's words, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, written down by St. Luke. You've all heard them in the hearing of this liturgy, and you're all bound by them. He's asking us to love, to be above the masses. To be better. He's called us to perfection. To be a self-giving person of love. A sacrificial love of yourself. But we do that by standing up for our faith. And taking what comes. But not showing, not fighting, using sword against sword. He's given us a heart to love. He's given us the power of prayer. And He's given us reason to use. Let us use them. Jesus did not call the multitude of angels down when He was arrested in the garden. He could have, but He didn't. We are called to show the same humility as He did. To love even when it's hard to love. 
And this is a spiritual exercise that we will have to do all our lives to learn to do that. Because we can all sit back in our pews right now, comfortable and cozy, and think, well, you know, you can say what you want. I'm going to hold on to my anger. I'm going to hold on to this. I'm going to hold on to that. Well, you will be judged, just as I will be. Hard words today, but they're the truth. We've heard these words in our hearing today, and we are held bound to them. And so as it was written, so it is to be done. We're called to give an example to little Naomi. She needs to know what it feels like to be in the presence of Christ. And when one was in the presence of Christ, he loves the good and the evil indiscriminately. He loves them unconditionally. And we are called to do the same.